Okay, we have decided that we're going to start dissecting some of these sermons that are being taught by different pastors that are out in the public domain. So the first thing that we want to discuss is the rapture of the church. This is part one coming from Dr. Charles Stanley. And we want to start off first by saying that we're not trying to hate. We're not trying to put him down in any way. We know that he honestly believes what he's teaching you based on his point of reference. What we're doing is we're going into this and looking at it from a metaphysical standpoint so that you get a clear understanding of what the actual authors who wrote these scriptures actually meant when they were written based on ancient knowledge because the ideology that we have today is totally different than what they would have told you had you talked to somebody during the time that these scriptures were actually came out. Yeah, what's wrong with people like Charles Stanley and Dr. Tony Evans and all these pastors that a lot of you like out there is that they have been taught these scriptures by men. A lot of men who are led by the Spirit, it was just a school. And to truly understand scriptures, you have to be led by the Spirit to help you decipher the true meaning of these scriptures. So a lot of you are following men who are in error. So it leaves you in error. This is what we want to clear the water of and give you a full breakdown by the spirit of what it was meant to be conveyed as to you. So you don't live in error. Yes, let's get started. In the days following the crucifixion of Christ and his resurrection and his ascension, the early church was looking for his return. They looked for what they called the blessed hope, that imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what I want to talk about in this message, which we entitle, The Rapture of the Church. And according to the scripture, the next event on God's calendar of time is the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ for his church in the air. And that's what I want us to look at in this passage in the book of Revelation, chapter 4. If you'll turn there in that chapter for a moment, and we'll read just the first two uh, verses of this chapter. In Revelation chapter 4, something is present and something is missing, and that's what I want us to notice here. John says, After these things I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice which I heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, Come up here, and I will show you what things must take place after these things. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was standing in heaven, and one sitting on the throne. And then he begins to describe what he saw. I take these two verses as sort of a departing point to discuss this whole issue of the rapture. Now, if somebody says, well, where is that word in the Bible? It is not to be found in the Bible. But if you will turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 for a moment, and in this full chapter of 1 Thessalonians, when Paul is describing the events that will take place at the rapture, you'll notice he says in verse 17, Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. It is that word caught up from which we get our word rapture. Okay, so he just admitted that the word rapture is nowhere in the Bible. And the reason why they've been teaching Christians that they're going to be raptured out is based off of Thessalonians, where it said they will be caught up. 
I want to make sure that you guys understand this. That could mean a lot of things, caught Yes. Up. We said enough, boy, get yourself caught up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that don't mean rapture. No, it doesn't. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of things that they've been teaching have been in error. And it's because of mistranslations of the scriptures. Because he said those who are alive will be caught up. That can have a lot to do with the chakra system. With the energy going up the spine. Because heaven is where? Inside of you. It's not in the sky. When they asked Christ that, he said heaven is inside of you. If it was in the sky, the birds would beat you there. If it was in the ocean, the fish would have dominion. Heaven is inside of you. And if there's a throne and somebody's sitting on the throne in heaven, that has to do with what? The if higher self. Yes. That's your anatomy. Yeah, he said in the beginning of waiting on Christ's return. We know, any of us who are conscious and sane thinkers, we know that the sky ain't going to part. There's going to be some people standing up there floating around, legions of angels with wings floating in the air. It is a form of consciousness. Yes. Christ's consciousness is to return to the planet. Right. Living in the time of the return of the consciousness and the beast making a move to stop the return of the conscience. Mm -hmm. That's what we're living in. So let's keep going. So those of you listening to us, the key here is the Bible never mentioned the word rapture. That's just what the theologians translated. And the, and the return of Christ is a form of consciousness. Right. It's not heaven is not in the sky. Heaven is inside of you. Now let's uh, keep going. Or what? The birds will beat you then. That is a snatching away, a taking away, and what he's referring to here is the church. And so we call it the rapture, the taking away, the snatching away of the body of Christ. Okay, again, this is how they interpreted it. He just said taking up of who? What, what is he talking about? The church. That's not what the scripture said. That's what the preacher said. Okay, I want to make sure you guys are getting this. Because a lot of these things I hear Christians saying all the time. And they think it's the body of Christ. It has nothing to do with the body of Christ. It has to do with your body becoming Christ-like. That's the difference. They misinterpreted it to make you think it's a whole group of people who can go on a church. No, because no. he says in Scripture, Christ tells you, ye too are God. Right. So you have to become God-like. And he said, greater works than these shall you do. So therefore, nothing that he did that was recorded, quote-unquote, in your Bible it's so high that only Jesus can do it. He said he was the first amongst many brethren. And he said, also what he's saying is that he's coming back for the church. When vehemently in that Bible, he don't say they were coming back for a large body of people. He says the elect. Yeah. So that's an error. It's not a church. It's the elect. Certain people. Yes. Okay. And so Paul says here that there will come a time when we as believers will be caught up together with the, them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and we shall forever be with the Lord. Now, you may describe the rapture simply as this, and that is the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ for his church. By imminent, I mean that that any moment return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so there's a difference between the rapture of the church and the second coming of Christ. In the scripture, the Bible speaks about the signs of his coming, which refer to his coming back following the tribulation period to establish his earthly kingdom. And so what we have is we have the Lord Jesus Christ coming for his church, the beginning of the tribulation period. And while that's going on, the church is going to be in heaven receiving our rewards, what we call uh, the judgment of the Christians. 
And following the tribulation, Jesus Christ is coming back to earth uh, to establish his earthly kingdom of a thousand years. At the end of that time, there will be a great white throne judgment and after which all eternity begins. And all right, let's stop right there. First of all, the great tribulation has already taken place on the planet. Now, I know you listen to me say, Hi, what are you talking about? If you look at the planetary history, okay, the great tribulation was a time when people who were the righteous, meaning they had the right genetics, were going to be persecuted. They were going to be shunned. People were going to hate them. No one wanted to be around these people. They were going to be robbed, beaten, enslaved, raped. All of that already happened because that happened to humanity as a whole. You have different races of man on the planet. I'm not talking about black, white, Chinese, and Asian. I'm talking about mankind, human, and God-man. And this prophecy about this tribulation pertained to the human race as a whole. What happened was the Neanderthal was grafted down by higher beings and they were created in the image of the human who was already on the planet. That's why they talk about the different seeds of people on this planet. Mankind ended up waging war against humanity and they began to steal and kill and destroy. They used pestilence, they used germ warfare, they divided the planet up with little fake maps, changed the names, enslaved the people, and took over. And we're actually coming out of the Great Tribulation. So what he's talking about, he's making you think this stuff is a future event, which it's not. It's something that has already taken place. Okay, keep that in mind. When you had Jim Crow, when you had lynchings going on, when you had all this stuff happening literally across the globe, every continent humans were beaten, they had their land stolen, they were in prison for just stupid stuff. You know, it's crazy. Even today, you still got humans being persecuted every single day, being locked up for crimes they did not commit. That was that beast which was the original Neanderthal that was grafted down into mankind. And he was the beast of revelation you know, that came out. Yeah, you guys you gotta understand the great tribulation, the spirit told me this was when they went around with Jim Crow, stealing your stuff, burning your cities to the ground. That was your tribulation. Mm -hmm. That was the great tribulation. And the horses of the apocalypse were all those groups of men mm -hmm. that have taken over the planet mm -hmm. now. So all that stuff is already taking place. You don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. They got y'all scared of something that's already happened. Right. These are the things I went to the spirit for when I was trapped in religion. I didn't want to go through that rapture. And the spirit told me, baby, you are afraid of something that's already taking place. Your people have already paid the price. Right. You are now in the, in the latter end of this thing. Mm -hmm. Where the beast is yeah, about to be destroyed. Yeah. Y'all at the part where the beast is about to be devoured and destroyed. Right. The, all of the fighting, the, the tribulation, the demons plucking their arms off, eating y'all, that's already happened. Right. Yeah. Books, how to cook a Negro. Mm -hmm. All this stuff that's already taking place. And they hid out the history. Yeah. So you don't know this stuff has already, already happened. And then they reclassify everybody. For example, telling you that the Negro in America is an African-American. Knowing you're not an African-American. You are an American. Many of you were already in America when they got here. 
Yeah. And you weren't living in a teepee. You had plumbing. We had electricity. We had a lot of stuff going on when these people yeah. popped up. And that's the thing. See, where they got the teepees from was after they burned down our cities like Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. Greenwood, Raleigh, North Carolina. The people were living in tents. Mm -hmm. That's where they got teepees from. The Indians lived in teepees. When they burned our towns and cities down, we were living in tents. Right. That's where that came from. Yes, yeah, so we had a whole infrastructure set up in this nation before they popped up. Mm -hmm. And they lied about who they are and who you are. And most of the natives that you see today are really European. We can improve it to When they stole the government from the Negro, who was this country was just like Africa, mm -hmm. all black. All when they right. stole the government, they gave out Negro hunting licenses. So they could kill. So that right there is your great tribulation. Yes. So they could shoot you dead in the streets and nothing happened to them. No right. repercussions. And they took your land. Yes. And that's your great tribulation. And told you that you couldn't own land, land anymore. Yeah. Even though the land had been in your family yeah. for generations. generations. Yeah. Okay. So. Follow us here. Yes. So your great tribulation already mm -hmm. happened. happened. Okay. We remember that. That's key. And so those are some of the events that will take place. What I'm going to look at primarily here is this event, which is the next event in God's calendar time. And that is when Jesus Christ comes in the air and calls home his body, the church, which we call the body of Christ and which he calls the bride of Christ. Now, there are different views, and this is one of those things, and some of these issues are aspects of it you cannot be absolutely dogmatic about. For example, there are those who believe that Jesus Christ is coming before the tribulation. There will be a period of seven years of tribulation. Then he is coming back to earth to judge it and to set up his kingdom. There are other people who believe that in the midst of this seven years of great tribulation, that Jesus Christ is coming at that time, and those saints who are ready for his coming are going to be caught up. And the rest of those who are not ready and who are not looking are going to be left. Then there are those who believe that Jesus Christ is not coming before the tribulation, nor in the middle of it, but at the end of it. And so they put the, the rapture of the church and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ back to earth as the same event. I personally do not believe that, and one of the things I want to do is to show you why I believe that there comes the rapture, the period of the tribulation, then Christ comes back to earth uh, to establish his kingdom. And so what I would like to do is to give you some reasons for believing and reasons for understanding why the church is not going through some great tribulation. Okay, y'all, I want you to know, hear what this man is saying. He's telling you that he believes that the rapture is going to happen first, then tribulation. He just, you know, busted him in what he said previously. We told you guys the great tribulation has already happened. Mm -hmm. Now you're going through dealing with the mark of the beast, which is your shot, the vaccines, and all this stuff going on. He's trying to mark you. Why? So you don't gain Christ consciousness. Yes, and that's the key here, guys. You got to understand Christ was not a physical human person. Mm -hmm. If you go back and do the real research, you're going to quickly find out Jesus never existed. He was a bastardized version from the story of Osiris that they stole out of Kemet. So when they're talking about Christ in this Bible, they're not talking about a physical man coming back, parting the sky with some sandals on. What they're talking about, like you said, is Christ consciousness. So after the Great Tribulation, you got to think, during the Great Tribulation, you're not thinking on higher thoughts. You're trying to survive. You're trying to get away from this beast. The beast had hunting licenses, okay? 
So all you're trying to do is just survive, which is going to keep you stuck in the root chakra. You got seven major chakra centers, and the key here is to get up to the crown. When you're talking about heaven, that's where heaven is, is in that crown chakra. It's inside of you. And the only way to get there, you're going to have to first go through the great tribulation. So we know he already is all in error. And we know that after the great tribulation, because we're out of that now, we're coming out of that, that's when that Christ energy is going to return. That's why right now people are being led to look and to seek and to want to know what's going on. The other key here is to understand the scriptures is to understand God is not outside of you. God is the higher aspect of you. Remember when they asked Christ, they said, what does your father look like? What did he say? If you've seen me, you've seen the father. So what that means is he's a higher version of him. That's what it is. So when you go up through that seventh chakra, that puts you back in the Godhead. That opens you up to higher levels of consciousness, which is the return of Christ or Christos. So he's all wrong. Yeah, and what he doesn't believe is that our person don't believe that. That's what he should believe in. That's the part that we're at. All that stuff's going to happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. The frequency is changing. We're just going to raise the consciousness of who? The elect. Mm -hmm. Not everybody. Certain people. Mm -hmm. That's why some people I don't see nothing going on. Right. They don't realize anything's happening. Mm -hmm. Because they're not the elect. Right. Everything is for the elect. And they're stuck in the root chakra. Yeah. And they can't get out. What he doesn't believe is where we're at. Everything's going to happen at the same time. Or else y'all, they would have been gone already. Mm. They are now the mark of the beast. They, first now they put microchips in the head. And they're giving you shots to change your genetic code. He is a knuckle dragging ape with a needle marking you with his genetic code. That is the mark of the beast. Right. So you're already at that time. Now, I want you to look back, if you will, to Matthew chapter 24, because you have to link all of these uh, chapters together. In the 24th chapter of Matthew, Jesus is uh, speaking to his disciples as a result of some questions they'd ask him. Uh, they were at the mount, and uh, uh, he points out the temple to them, and he says in the second verse, and he said to them, Do you not see all these things? Truly I say to you, not one stone here shall be left upon another, which shall not be torn down. And as he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, and they asked him three questions. Listen to what they asked. Tell us, when will these things be? Secondly, what will be the sign of your coming? And thirdly, what's going to be the sign of the end of the age? And so beginning in this uh, fourth verse, he begins to talk about the signs of the ends of the age. Look, if you will, in the 21st verse. Because I want us to distinguish here between a tribulation time and the great tribulation. Verse 21, for then there shall be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever shall. That is, there's going to be a period of time of which the Bible calls the great tribulation, unlike all persecution and tribulation. For example, if you and I had been living all these years, undergoing the kind of persecution and hardship and bloodshed and violence and imprisonments and injustices that these people have suffered, you and I may have a reason to say, wait a minute, this is tribulation, and it is indeed tribulation. But it is not the great tribulation because the great tribulation is described beginning primarily in chapters 6 through 19 of the book of the Revelation. So let's talk about this whole idea 
of uh, why we believe that the body of Christ is going to be taken away, which we call the rapture, before this time of great tribulation, which there's an antichrist, a great suffering and hardship. And when you read that sixth chapter of the book of the Revelation, and as we see the trumpets and the vials and all these things begin to unfold, it is wrath upon wrath upon wrath upon the earth. Okay, once again, the great tribulation has already happened. Before mankind was created, we need to go back in time. Humans got along together. Everybody was provided for. They had their own land, their own territories. Families were intact. You had customs that went back generations. You had high spiritual practices. You saw the ruins of these ancient cities. They had technology that you can't even figure out how to do today. And these people came along, mankind came along and destroyed it. They built on top of these cities. They stole anything of value and left the original people in squalor. Left them poor, destitute, and with nothing. And set up a demonic caste system that was based on themselves, which is the image of the beast. That's what the Great Tribulation was. And then he mentioned the Antichrist. The Antichrist, the word anti means against, against Christ. That means against higher levels of consciousness. That's what this church is. The Christian church and all the little offshoots of it, because you know, some people think that Catholicism is different from a Baptist. A Baptist is different from a Lutheran. They're all the same. They're all variations of the same beastly system satanic synagogue of satan that they set up on the planet because it detaches you from the higher versions of you they teach you that god is outside of you they teach you that he's in the sky you're on the ground they teach you that you can't do anything apart from this being that you can't see and can't really interact with all that is anti-christ anti-christ teachings that's why in the bible when they asked him about this Antichrist, he said the Antichrist is already on the world today. That was a belief system that separates you from the higher faculties, from the higher realms of consciousness. That's the Antichrist, which is this Christian church. You gotta remember, he's talking about the four horse from the apocalypse. All that stuff, when they showed you, like I told you guys, when they showed the chart of an ape going up into a man, that was your great tribulation. At the point that ape became a man, the war began on the human race. Mm -hmm. We were attacked by yetis. We were attacked by all kinds of creatures and monsters that stemmed from mankind. Right. They had to graft them down to what you see today. Right. Now, they were your monsters. That was your great tribulation. Mm -hmm. He said, what did he say the great tribulation was mixed up with? Pain, mm -hmm. suffering. Disease. Yeah, but somebody's burning down your town. Murder. To murdering you, and there's no laws for them. That's pain and great suffering. And those are demons. Yeah, those are demons. Like they told you the demons were going to be unleashed from the abyss. Yeah. That's them. Yeah, and they were <laughs> cooking you over open by Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. People butts in the refrigerator. Right. Eating you. They have books on how to cook a Negro. Yeah. So, I mean, I, we're not being racist here. We're just telling you guys. Because you have to understand who we're talking about. We talked about, about the Jews and the lynchings and the burnings. All of that stuff was done to a specific group of people. The human race. Yes. Yes, On that's what time. happened. Okay, so 
again, he's all off because he's basing it based on from the time the Caucasian popped up, which was less than 5,000 years ago. And that's why the stories that they're telling you don't make any sense. But when you look at it from the planetary history of these events, it makes perfect sense. Because they had to detach you from the higher levels of consciousness and lock you down into a beast mindset so you never tap back into those higher realms. You never get back. That's the Antichrist. That's what that is. There's a difference, and here's the difference also. That is, the persecution that goes on today and has been going on all these years is man expressing his evil against man. The Great Tribulation is God releasing his divine wrath upon humanity and upon the earth. Okay, again, that's how this church teaches you. They teach you that man and God are not the same. And that's how you're in error. God is nothing but the higher aspects of man's consciousness. That's all it is. It's almost like if you had the ocean and you took ocean water and put it in a million different glasses and you colored the glasses different colors. Well, the content of what's in that glass is still ocean water. The ocean would be God and the glasses would be man. But they had to teach you opposite. They taught you no. You can't think of yourself like that. But when Adam was created, so to speak, he had no life in him. Mm -hmm. God had to come down and breathe into Adam. So when Adam woke up, who was Adam? He was God. Right. If God had to breathe a portion of himself into him give to give him, him life, life, then he was God. Yeah. That's what you got to understand. So that means the humans that were on this planet before mankind got here were gods. Mm -hmm. We were gods on the planet. And that's why the Camites or the Egyptians called themselves, they referred themselves as gods mm. and goddesses. Yeah. They taught you that's evil. You don't do that. You are rich. You can't be nobody's God, but they don't understand what a God is. You see what I'm saying? That's the problem. They put all these different deities into one being and call them God. And that's how they got everybody thinking. Yeah. And that's not true. You have to stop and think. If there was one big being up there in the sky, sitting there watching all the pain, the torment, the torture, the murder, the rape, if he's a loving God, he would have done something to stop it. You have to stop it. You are given the ability to change your reality yeah. on this planet. If you don't get up and fight back and change it, it's never going to change. Because yeah, you live in a free will zone. Right. They, if we would have got up and fought them tooth and nail. We would have taken our stuff. Right. We would have had heaven right now instead right, of them. Instead of them. But they get all the loans. Uh -huh. They give out mud people loans. They giving you houses, right? Causing housing crash. Right. So you lose everything. And they got the people you know? listening to people like this man who's an error, teaching you all wrong, not rightly dividing the word because he don't want to admit what his ancestors did. So instead of admitting it, they cover it up and try to make you think time didn't begin until they popped up on yeah. the scene. A lot of them don't even know the full history of the planet. They're ignorant. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing with a lot of ignorance against ignorance. They don't know the full history of the planet. Don't want to know. So when you learn the full history, then everything lines itself mm -hmm. up. It begins to make more sense to you. Right. 
So basically from this little activity, we're going to stop here because he just goes on and on into the, the scriptures. And we pretty much hit on every high point that he's talking about. The key here, those of you listening, number one, the great tribulation already taking place. That way I said, blessed are those who went through the first death because yeah. they don't have to worry about the second time yeah. around. The second one is coming for the beast and his system. Number two, Christ is not a man. Christ it's is conscious. consciousness. It's a higher level of living and thinking and acting and doing. And it comes with gifts and abilities as you're able to raise the kundalini energy up that spine, up through that crown chakra to reunite you with the rest of the cosmos. Yeah, when it talked about him walking on water and levitating, those are higher states of consciousness. Mm -hmm. You guys don't understand what higher consciousness means. That means you will transcend this reality. You will put the super on the natural. Right. You will be supernatural. Mm -hmm. That means you'll be able to levitate, push objects with your mind, like an X-Men. Right. That is heaven. Right. And therefore, you don't have to answer to them anymore. Mm -hmm. Their rules won't apply to you. You can do what they can do as thy will. Right. You can do what seems good to you, but it's what they did to us. And that's what's coming. Yeah. That's why he mentioned earlier the millennial kingdom. Yeah. Remember that Christ is going to set his kingdom up on the earth for a thousand years. That's the next phase that we're going into because time is a circle and things tend to repeat. So what's about to happen is as this beast is removed and all the low vibrational humans who cannot illuminate and contain enough light, once all these negative people are gone, then you're going to have heaven on earth and you're going to have nothing on this planet but Christ's seed, which is what he was taught, the body of Christ. The reason why the frequency is going up now because a lot of low frequency people that were holding the frequency down have now died. Mm -hmm. So it's allowing the frequency to come up. Right. Because they have produced so many low energy bodies of beings lulling down the energy. Mm -hmm. Now that the radiation is here, it's killing them off and the frequency starting to rise right. back up. Exactly. They were like kind of like a, a battery that left that you left the radio on all night, just straining on, pulling on the battery. Like a cancer. Yeah. Now that they are dying, the battery's recharging itself. Now the frequency's going back up. Right. They were a cancer. Yes. When you have cancer, how do you get rid of it? Radiation. Yes. That's what the planet is going through. She's being radiated. And the radiation is coming in here to kill off the cancer. So that's why the planet is heating up. I want you to know that if this planet was created for you, then everything in the planet would be beneficial to your upbuilding and uplifting and for the betterment of your body. Mm -hmm. Mainly, if a, a planet under a sun is going to produce beings that can handle the light from that sun. Right. So if anybody on this planet that's made under a yellow sun, body can't take that yellow sun then you're not natural to the planet. Exactly. Somebody put you here. Mm -hmm. You are not created within the creation of the planet. Right. That means you were seated here. Right. So that lets you know that the people that he's talking about, the body church, it ain't got to do with them. Was how these people were seated here. Mm -hmm. They're not original to the planet. No. If you can't take that sun with no sunscreen all day long for 30 days and not even heat, you're not weird. Right. And when he mentioned that scripture about the son of God is going to return, it wasn't S-O-N. It's S-U-N. Under a certain light spectrum, people whose bodies are the righteous, who have the right genetics, 
certain light can activate them through the pineal gland or penal gland and it's going to help you to yes illuminate that's why christ kept talking about the lamp the light stand do you put the candle under the bed do you hide it out? No. You put it on the light stand so it can illuminate the room, light up the room, bring the right knowledge and information to the people. They got most people trapped in the dark, trapped in lies. So they can't figure anything out. And you can only be the light of the world if you have higher consciousness. Right. It's not possible unless you have higher consciousness. Yes. You can think on a higher level. That's why he said when he talked to God, God said, my ways are not your ways. Mm -hmm. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Right. When you get to this Christ consciousness, you no longer think like a regular man. No. You see things from a higher vantage point. Yes. And the people who are stuck in the root chakra can never figure any of this out. No. The whole Bible is a mystery to them. They'll read it 50 times and can't figure anything out because they're stuck in a root chakra. If you can't get up to the higher level, then they talk about Jacob's ladder. That has to do with, again, the chakra system, climbing up that ladder. Okay, that's how you get there. If that energy, the son of God that's coming back is the son for the God race. Now we said God man. They're the only people that's going to be left on the planet once the smoke clears. All these other groups, these fake androids and clones and drones and all these weirdos they've created are going to be destroyed. Yeah. And it's only going to be the sons of God or the God race. When they talk about God returning to it, also talk about celestial bodies, like planets, like our planet Nibiru. Mm -hmm. All that stuff is like what being like God returning. Right. Like Nibiru and all that stuff will bring usher in God consciousness. Yes. To those people who have prepared themselves. Mm -hmm. The only people that get the blessing, like the Sermon on the Mount, the only people that got fed the loaves and the fish are the people that sat down and prepared and believed that he was going to be able to feed them. There are a lot of people there that did not get fed because they didn't prepare themselves to be fed. Right. So during this time, you have to be positioning yourself to be uplifted with Christ's consciousness. Right. If you haven't been preparing yourself to be mind, body, and soul, I mean, you know, doing the right thing, working out, eating right, exercising, meditating, you're not going to get anything. Right, and that's the rapture. When you're talking yeah. about the rapture getting caught up, that has to do with the energy in your root chakra being caught up and going up to the crown. That's what the rapture is. Like the movie Lucy. That was Lucy. Yes. She was an ordinary woman that obtained Christ's consciousness. Yes, exactly. And the Son of God is going to help that happen because that is some strong energy that's coming on this planet. That's the light of Orion. Yes, the light, the light of, of Orion is yes. the Son of God. The yes. light that returns. So we hope this brings y'all to a better understanding that you kind of get an insight here to what he's trying to tell you from a metaphysical standpoint. Because like I said, the church by this point in the dispensation should have already been raptured out. Right. But now you're at the mark of the beast. Now he's being destroyed. Mm -hmm. They're fighting each other. The economies are starting to crash. Mm -hmm. By now the church would have been gone. Right. Because Based on him. Yeah. yeah. It would have been gone. Yeah. And because you're still here, that means that's an error that he's teaching you. Yep. Him and the theologians that taught him. Right. Because they don't have the true spirit in them that's and they ain't never going to figure anything out. No. So following him is just silly. <laughs> following. The best radio station in the world, in the world, is right here, right now.
The Golden Race, Conscious Radio for the Conscious Community.